Hey besties, welcome back to the fucking podcast. I'm getting straight into it because I'm PMSing and I'm upset. In fact, I'm angry. And this is exactly why I wanted to start this podcast because although I did just rant to my dad about how much um, I fucking hate American healthcare. But it just doesn't feel the same, you know, ranting to him than it does to just a microphone where I can say everything and have no input come back to me in the very moment that I'm saying it. So let me just give a little backstory. I've been seeing, uh, I just found out that I'm actually at a pediatric doctor's office at 19. But apparently it's because I've been seeing them since I was younger. And ever since I've been seeing this doctor, I fucking hate it. Uh, Not just the specific doctor that I see, just the actual entire practice. Um, And I feel like it also kind of is a, I wouldn't say like a good or maybe even not decent, but just, you know, an accurate of sort representation of American healthcare. So... Every time I go to this doctor, um, you know, I'll go in, my dad tells me, okay, come up with a list of things that you want to talk about, make sure you cover everything. And I'm like, okay, got it. So I go in with my list. Rarely ever do I actually get to talk about it and work through the shit that I am struggling with, you know, physically. Um, and I've gone there for like mental stuff to get help. And I never really feel satisfied with my quality of care. You know, I had to go in for anxiety medication and I went in and really after I was like, hey, kind of sad most of the time. And, you know, I kind of actually want to end my own life. Um, It's getting so bad. They really didn't seem to care and they just wrote a prescription. That was my first. I got, gosh, I think it was just five milligrams of Lexapro at the time, maybe even up to 10. But either way, it was very easy to obtain prescriptions for these like issues that are super serious to me. You know, it took me, God, I didn't start getting medicated for my uh, anxiety or depression until probably like 17 or 18. And I have been in therapy since I was eight. Um, or nine. So the last decade, pretty much, I have been working myself up to taking medicine. And because it's a big deal to me, it's I didn't want to become a zombie. I didn't want to feel different. I didn't want to become a different person. And it didn't even feel like my doctor cared to listen to me at all. Just wrote the prescription, let me go. And I was like, you know what, whatever. At the time, I was telling the people around me, I was like, I feel like this is why drugs are so abused in America. It's so easy to obtain a prescription. You can literally just walk in and if you know the right things to say, they'll just, they don't even care. I didn't feel actually a a quality connection between any of the doctors I've seen. Ignoring that though, just the fact that I don't necessarily need to feel connected to my doctor in order them in order for them to do their job. But I call my doctor's office um, the morning of the 25th. I'm like, hey, 
here's what's going on. Can you get me in? They're like, yeah, we can get you in. It's like eight in the morning. Like, you can get you in at 1030. Uh, we'll see you then. So I'm like, great. After I get into the doctor's office that day, they're like, okay, what's going on? And I'm like, hey, I'm just having some some throat soreness. It hurts to swallow and it's actually so painful. I can't sleep. And my right ear is a little uncomfortable. So they're taking a look in there and they're like, oh, girl, I can't even see your eardrum. You got so much earwax built up in there. I was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do about it? And they're like, we can actually irrigate your ears. So I was like, that would be wonderful. So they go ahead and get their nurse and they start irrigating my ears, which if you've never had that happen to you, they basically take a spray bottle of hydrogen peroxide and water, warm water, and just ear blast you. Uh, so yeah, so they do that on my right side. They're scraping out all the earwax. There is so much earwax that comes out, guys. Like I have, I have truly never had better hearing on the right side of my ear in my entire life than after they went ahead and flushed out the ear. So that was great. I thought that that was going to be the end of it all. But they were like, okay, let's go ahead and do the left side. It doesn't look as bad. We'll go ahead and do it. Well, the nurse is spraying the left side of my ear when all of a sudden I hear a literal, it was a pop in my ear, but I would describe it as a gunshot. I don't want you guys to think like there was shooting going on in my doctor's office but it, basically i sound i heard what sounded like a gunshot in my ear and then all of a sudden like the whole left side of my face goes numb my whole left side of my body goes numb and it's fucking painful i'm talking i am like crying i'm pacing the room i had to get out of the chair and i had to ask the nurse for like a glass of water i was sweating it was the second one of the most painful things, I would probably say the second most painful thing to getting my nipples pierced at my 18th birthday. We take a little bit of a break, obviously, because I am in so much pain. Like, I feel like the left side of my body was actually paralyzed for a moment. And they're like, mm, okay, well, your earwax is just so bad that we're going to give you some earwax softening drops and we'll have you come back in a week. And I was like, Great, thanks. Uh, I'm in a lot of pain though. Uh, just take some ibuprofen or Tylenol and we'll see you in a week. We'll come back in a week and we'll do it again. And I was like, great, thank you. And I'm thinking that this pain is going to go away or um, it's actually like a, it feels like a blockage in my ear. Um, I genuinely can't hear out of the left side of my ear. After I walked out of there, I am just not, I have been nonstop crying over it for the last two days. I've even called back and tried to get someone to actually care that I am in so much pain. But like I'm talking pain to the point where driving is so difficult because I'm so thrown off with not being able to hear um, out of one side. And for some reason it makes being outside like my eyes are so sensitive now and when I am easing off of the the pain medication which might I add I hate taking pain medicine because it's so it's such a temporary relief 
I am nonstop taking ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and switching between the two, taking both of them at the same fucking time. Anything to subside the pain that I'm in right now. It's, it seeps into the, the left side of my jaw and like behind my eye, and I have to close my eye. And, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but ibuprofen will burn the inside of your stomach lining if you're taking it regularly. If you're taking ibuprofen, regularly to treat pain. It's so unhealthy. The fact that I even tried to call back and said, hey, I would rather go through the pain of getting my ear washed out so I can leave feeling better than have to wait a week. Like I said, I couldn't even come back for another week. I'm on the phone with them and I'm like, why can't I just come back and get them flushed out? when I am going to be in the pain that I am in right now until I see you again. They didn't want me to come back because they didn't want me sitting and waiting as long as I did to get my first year cleaned out. You know, my appointment started at 10.30 in the morning. I didn't get out of there until about noon. Um, and it is just so frustrating. You know, this is just one minor experience of like going to a doctor's office and walking out feeling genuinely feeling worse than when I came in but on top of this is not the first time this has happened for me at this office and I have seen multiple doctors I've seen multiple nurses in there and I'm just like since when do we not actually give a fuck about the people we're taking care of since when did we stop caring about young people being ill, about putting patients in pain, you know? And I don't think that my experience is something that happens to everybody. I know that there's so many good doctors and medical professionals out there who do form intimate relationships, not intimate, like gross, like intimate, like meaningful connections with their patients. And really no one at this doctor's office has even tried to do that. I think a lot of that has to come from the doctor. I as a patient come in and I give you everything that I am able to give you. I, I tell you my symptoms. I tell you how it's affecting me, or at least I try to. And the people that I've experienced are just not giving a fuck at all and honestly this is kind of what motivates me to want to step into the medical field myself honestly because I never want anybody else in the world to experience this like anger that I feel towards the people that are supposed to help me and a lot of this comes back to I learned something uh, from an ex-boyfriend, actually. Kind of just about Eastern versus Western medicine. You know, I'm pulling up my little notebook that I wrote all of these little things in. Oh, here we go. So, Western medicine is the idea that medical professionals utilize medical treatments. Um focusing on a more of, let me see, there was a really good, oh, here we go. The goal of Western medicine is to 
get rid of the disease and function normally. You know, it's very symptom, an isolated space in your body that we can treat. You know, think of it like a machine. It's just kind of pump in your symptoms, pump out um, a solution, typically a medicine. Whereas this idea of Eastern medicine is this non-conventional treatments that more focus on the person rather than just a symptom alone, almost with the goals of integrity, um, adaptability, um, continuity, almost like a garden, you know, when something doesn't work, you kind of see that and you try something else and you find a way to make all of it work in a cohesive way. And it almost feels like Western medicine follows this Occam's razor idea where you pick the simple solution because there is less assumptions that have to be made over this complex solution that you have to work a little bit harder for. You know, I'm kind of, as I get older, I'm kind of over this whole idea that we need to treat everything with, I don't want to say chemicals, but with medicine, with pills and, and shots and things. It's it's a little weird to me when you look at the over um, prescription of, or the over, I don't know what the word is, you know, they're giving out too much ADHD medicine, the over diagnosing of ADHD. Um, I mean, that obviously America has issues with opioids, um, opiates. I actually don't know what the proper word is. But, you know, the U.S. refers to alternative medicine as uh, forms of medicine that are not widely accepted or practiced by doctors, despite the fact that a lot of the treatments that are seen as alternative medicines have been around for hundreds of thousands of years. Um, And something that I kind of learned a little bit while looking into this was that there are different types of alternative medicine. There's, I'm going to kind of go through the different ones and what they kind of are. First one is alternative medicine. It's a medical system that replaces conventional practice. Alternative medicine is, you know, walking away from Western and kind of just going or walking away from like medicine as in pills in going to something, um, kind of more up in the air, I would say, as far as the science shows. There's complementary medicine, which is non-conventional approach um, as an addition to conventional treatment. Obviously, complementary, it it complements, it goes along with. There's integrated medicine, which combines conventional and less conventional in an evidence-based way. I mean, that alone shows that there is the science behind it. And that's kind of something that I think is really interesting. The idea of combining the both of them. Because you don't know, like, which one is one better than the other? Is one more trustworthy than the other? It's it's hard to tell because every 
body is different. There's holistic medicine, which considers a person's health as a whole rather than focusing on one part, which is kind of how I definitely view medicine. And I think that's why I clash with my current um, doctor's office, excuse me, pediatric office, considering I am getting older and I am still being seen by a child doctor, which seems a little weird because if you're specializing in, you know, pediatric care and I'm getting older and clearly you're not really treating me very well. It's just a little silly. Last one though is, um, reductionalism. It's reducing medical issues to physical explanations, which kind of feels like, I don't know, just undermining kind of people's ability to decide that they need help. You know, it's easy to say, oh, this is just... My ear hurts because of allergies, you know. Um, I worked with a guy who had a literal sinus infection, was describing all the symptoms and just didn't want to go to the doctor. You know, it takes it takes time out of people's day. It takes energy from people. And especially if you don't like the quality of treatment that you're getting, it's very, very easy to just say, I don't want to go anymore. I don't want to keep doing this. I want to find another way and that's kind of what i'm starting to do and it's frustrating feeling like i'm giving up on american healthcare but honestly fuck it fuck american healthcare i think it is so interesting you know you see a lot of people talk about how they go um overseas into europe and they don't have to work as hard to be as healthy as you do in America. In America, you have to be very cautious of everything you eat. Once you start taking care of your health, you notice that a lot of the things that are widely accepted among Americans is really, really bad for your health. Believe it or not, Americans are so fucking ignorant when it comes to their own health. And I don't know. Honestly, the fact that I'm fucking half deaf in my one ear makes it so I don't even hear what I'm saying, but that's just my rant. I can't even think of anything other than this anger I have right now, going to the doctor to want to feel better and then walking away feeling fucking worse, especially physically, like mental anguish I is one thing, but oh my God walking away in like again i went in the doctor's office for the right side of my throat and i walk away with the left ear just fucking hard of hearing they give me ear drops and tell me to come back a week later no one cared when i was in pain no one cared when they when i called back and said that it hadn't gone away and no one cares that i cannot fucking function uh-uh. It hurts to burp. It hurts to sleep. I'm constantly taking ibuprofen and Tylenol and, and all of this stuff. And it's like, why am I not being helped in a way that is making me feel better? Why is all of the help I'm always getting from the doctors in America always leading to the next thing I need to take care of?
Well, thanks for listening to my rant. Um, I'll see you guys next week.